Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now for Culture Club. I'm sure this is a phrase that many ladies would agree with. Purses are like friends. You can never have too many. But when it comes to quantity over quality, our next guest is a firm believer of hyper-personalization and a maestro in weaving his craft through the tiniest detail from the type of leather, the color, and even how a bag can be carried. Adrian Vostenberg is an award-winning handbag designer and the eponymous label specializes in luxury custom created leather goods it's crafted in a small uh, atelier in singapore his bags are made from bovine leathers from france and italy as well as the occasional exotic skin that's sourced from lvmh own local tannery hang long today we're going to find out more about adrian's journey as a designer and where he envisions his brand going in the coming years he's in the studio with me right now adrian furstenberg handbag designer good Afternoon, sir. How are you? Elliot, thank you so much for having me. I'm very great. Thank you for asking. I love the fact that we're talking about leather, I mean handbags, I know, but leather goods. That's my way of kind of relating to it. Describe the brand identity, though. Sure. Thank you for that question. Firstly, I mean, 30% of our clients are guys. So leather goods, handbags, same thing. So we've built a business on bespoke. That's really what our brand is about. Yeah. Second to that, like I mean, we really take the personalization level to the next level. Okay. And lastly, we're a responsible business. So we don't overproduce and we also have a commitment to, to the environment. But we can get into that a little bit later. I suppose when you mention the words bespoke, there's always going to be personalization. So what can a client expect when they come to you? Sure. So mostly... All of our clients, like, I mean, are gift givers. Like, I mean, they have the other brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, sure. Fendi, Prada, Hermes. And um, usually with the experience of having a handbag created just for you mm. is exactly what we are selling. So, for example, if somebody had to come to me to have a bag created for them, like we focus on where they put all of their details. Okay. The colors would represent their personality. And then we'd really dig into, into creating something that's truly personalized to their style. Wow. And, and what is that? process like is it i know with bespoke okay so I, I do make bespoke shoes that's a long process a lot of questions asked trying to understand personality creating that profile what is it like when it comes to a bag is it is it a couple of meetings or is it just one off you can read a person a really really good question <laughs> so we have developed something what we call design tarot so very similar oh. to having a tarot card reading where we would go like through a personality analysis okay. to make sure that like i mean that the product like i mean suits the client right but it is really about aesthetics Okay. And then secondly, about um, about functionality. Okay. So we've developed a range of questions that can be asked either online okay. or in person. Usually in person is better because then we can see the samples. Right. And then out of that, we then, I would say nine and three quarters out of 10, we hit the nail on the head with, with the piece and the coloring and the design style. That actually sounds like a fun process. Mm, really, <laughs> really honest. cool. Yeah. Any, I don't know, any most notable experience design? I mean, what's the craziest request you've ever got? Craziest request? I think because there's, it's not just about the handbag. Like, yeah. like I said, the whole experience. It's personality and experience, right? 100%. Yeah. So last year, I had a client out of Johannesburg, which is my hometown. Mm. Like, I was the, uh, how can you call it? I was the, the girl that jumped out of the cake. So they, <laughs> okay. they flew okay. me all the way to Johannesburg okay. after we create a very sentimental and a beautiful piece for the client. Okay. And then we had an exact replica made for the daughter as well, who is around 
five. Oh, so wow. that was like quite a great experience, not just like in the way we created the bag with all of the personalized elements into it, but the whole experience of having to, to personally deliver it, having been flown all the way to, to Johannesburg for that was a, was a phenomenal experience. Would you rank yourself like one of these uh, personal jewelers? Because they're not just clients, it's a relationship that you're forming with them because you know their personality simply through that process. 100%. We've built a business on personal relationships. Like I just came back from a big overseas trip where we connected physically with all of our previous clients. Very nice. Where we gave each of them a little gift to say thank you for their business over the yeah. last few years. Yeah. And so relationships is essentially what this whole business is built on. Yeah. When or how did you get into this industry? What was that like? It must have been quite enlightening. Such a interesting way to, to, to get to where I am today. So I'm originally, <laughs> like I said, from Johannesburg, South yeah. Africa. Yeah. And my dad was a farmer. Oh. And I really wanted a career in fashion. And my dad was like, that is just not going to happen. Okay. So I told him that I was studying graphic design, but I actually made my major into textiles. So <laughs> okay. textiles is how I got into it. And then after a car accident in my final year of university, oh, yeah. I had to shift my thinking into how I'm going to apply the practical parts of my subjects. Okay. And then did a weaving project. And I had this really cool piece of cloth that was like woven and dyed and everything by myself. And I had those pieces turned into handbags. And that's where the, the passion for leather goods really started. Right. And then in 2017, that's when I finally launched the brand and, and have been doing that since. In most ways, you're a textile engineer, if you think about it. Right? 100%, 100%. I noticed you mentioned South Africa at least twice at Johannesburg. I'm wondering, do you weave... <laughs> like choice of words, weave your heritage into your designs? So, I mean, my heritage is originally German, hence oh, the right. last name Furstenberg. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Furstenberg grew up in the southernmost tip of Africa. Right. And um, so, of course, like, I mean, homegrown, there will always be a part of that. So, South Africa, I don't know if you've been, but I mean, is an incredibly vibrant and beautiful yeah. country. Yeah. So, my use of color and texture, like, mm. I would say that those are the main pieces that I bring in with me. That is South Africa, definitely on my, my bucket list. And I'm not going to lie, I was expecting German and heard your accent I'm like wait a minute <laughs> but but that's that is the world that we live in uh, it's so global it's so connected and it, it's a huge opportunity to mix different cultures especially when it comes to design what I love about it so I mean a lot of people ask me why Singapore my manufacturer in Singapore. So I'm um, going back to that globalization. Like Singapore was global long before the world was global. Like, I mean, it is a port. Yeah. And so there's, there's a mix of cultures and people and everything that comes together in a place like Singapore. Okay. And if I refer back to how I grew up, like I said, my dad was a farmer, but my mom was cabin crew for our national airline. So oh. I too was quite global okay. um, long before, before I really established myself over here. And so when it comes to all of these different parts of inspiration, where we get our leathers from, where yeah. we manufacture, where our inspiration, inspiration is from it all kind of comes together in a place where it can't be put down to one specific yeah. area yeah. but yeah singapore is is, is where i'm based I, I do want to talk about where, where you get your leather from are there is it more challenging in this part of the world humidity wise I, i'm not sure i'm curious so leather depending on the type of leather that you use right. so we use a very specific leather like i mean better known as epsom that is that is a finish over it that is very much geared up for, for, for this environment that is quite humid. Okay. But it's not just the leather. Everything else, the hardware, the glue, the patterns and everything that goes on the inside of the bag, okay. that is also specifically sourced in Singapore. And we deal with, with people who've been here for a number of years who understand what goes into the product to make sure that it withstands the humidity and other factors. I know you talked about why Singapore to set up shop, but why Singapore to source these products? Singapore's global. <laughs> I mean, so if you look at manufacturing, yeah. 
I mean, it's very expensive to produce in a place like Singapore. Yeah. But any sort of business is not just reliant on the business itself. There's all of these supporting industries that really makes a good business a great business. Okay. And, I, and that's one of the reasons why we source from here. Everything from import, export, taxes, what you see and what you pay for is exactly what you get. Mm. There's no hidden agenda. So all of these supporting industries around our business is what makes Singapore such a great place to be in because there's a lot of clarity. There's a lot of reason. Yes, it is expensive, sure, yeah. but we would rather pay the premium price because we know exactly the quality that we then in the end give to our clients. And that's one of the reasons why we're here as well. You know, I wanted to ask, you know, as a handbag designer, is it safe to say you understand what women want? But it's beyond that, isn't it? How I guess Singapore is a great place for you to figure out what's the most trendy. What is the most trendy handbag? The most trendy thing. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people ask that. I mean, this is kind of a little bit of a subdivision of why I got into handbags. Like, okay. Handbags are not really limited to season. We're not really limited to size either. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a kind of a difficult question to answer because, yes, there are certain styles that would kind of become more towards the front during certain times of the year. Right. But I would say what we're kind of out of the micro bag trend now. That's a small little bag, yeah. which were really, really great and cool. I think we're moving out of that. Yeah. And what I've noticed, not just in Singapore, but in other places as well, there is a huge focus on personalization. Because okay. if we look at, I mean, all of the major brands, like, I mean, under the LVMH yeah. or the caring groups like yeah. Gucci, Prada, Bottega Veneta, um, Fendi, and so forth, there's, there's a lot of similarity because, in mm. essence, there's only nine handbag patterns. Mm-hmm. So it's, you can't really, truly reinvent the wheel. And because of what people pay for these prices or the prices that people pay for these goods, yeah. like true personalization is exactly what goes into it. So yeah. we've noticed where people can customize pieces in store or online. And we really fo- fo- feel that that is a great thing for the Adrian Furstenberg brand because that's exactly what our business has been built on. So let me try and play fashion advisor. So let's say uh, a lady is building her wardrobe or even a man for that matter. Mm-hmm. And there are these go-to brands, right? Your Chanel's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, they need or they should have a bespoke and personalized handbag adds to character. What size would you recommend then? That all depends on the type of person that you wow, are. Wow, okay, for, okay. For, for example, like, I mean, Singapore has many working women who are moms, for example. So, yeah. so their lifestyle is not just dependent on a specific time of the day. They need some a piece that would work for them as a career woman, mm. as a mom, as a fashionista that goes out at night. So right. having a bag that kind of fits all of these priorities or, or roles that they play, quote yeah. unquote. So... In essence, it is about what you carry with you. Some people can't leave the house without an iPad or a laptop and a set of keys. Fair enough. Other people, they just need maybe a lipstick, a card holder and um, and their house key and something yeah. like that. So it really is dependent on, on the individual. And that is exactly why we have built this business around it. Because for us to try and predict what people would like yeah. would make business really quite difficult. I really like the way you described that because as you were, you were saying that, I remember a colleague of mine who for the longest time would only carry small handbags and now she's carrying big ones because your personality changes as well. With the 100%. Yeah. And it's never just the personality. Like, I mean, it is it is essentially your your survival guide, yeah. your survival kit. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Like, I mean, yeah. people would carry the items that they really need. I mean, if we re- rewind the clock a bit during the pandemic, we yeah. had to have extra masks. We had to have sanitizer. We had to have yeah. all of these extra little things that we didn't think about before that is like part of our daily lives even now so we at the start talked about combining luxury bags with the word sustainability it's it's more than a buzzword now now i'm thinking sustainability means i pay for better quality so i don't have to change 
How do you handle that? Thank you so much for asking that question, number one. So we've teamed up with a great Singapore company called Climate Impact X. Okay. Because if we say that we're carbon neutral, that would be dishonest. Course, so what yeah. we do is yeah. like... Um, we do our best to source responsibly. We know the environment that our people create, the goods that they are working in. Right. But then we, with every product that we sell, we give back to the environment without the client knowing in their name through reforestation and so forth. So we do have a big pledge to sustainability, to, to be responsible and say, whatever we can't source or responsibly or what we know, what our impact is, we try and credit that back into the environment. But there will be, and I apologize if this comes across a bit difficult, there will be that criticism where it's just like a compensation it's just balancing are there other aspects perhaps for sure so we've started a new business called project x where we are going to be the world's first company to grow genuine exotic leather in a laboratory yeah so so of course this is a little bit further down the line kind of stem cell research 100 yeah exactly and this is what singapore is known for is like biotech and technology and so forth so we have um because of the tannery that's based here and singapore having amazing talent around um around biotech and laboratories that's one of the reasons why i was overseas now Mm, we are going to be growing the world's first exotic leather in a laboratory so watch this space it's still early days but yeah that's another pledge to us because we're not just thinking about what have we done up until this point we really are looking into the future and Mm. what can we do from here onwards to be a very responsible brand that is so fascinating my gosh i can't wait for that to take Mm. off what are the demographics of your audience right now I, i mean your customers Sure. So we have many clients who are based in Singapore itself. Of course, places like Singapore, your Dubai, your Hong Kong, mm, London, other elements like that. Branch that's out, that's right. where most of our most of our clients are based. Okay. We haven't spent a cent on advertising or marketing. People really speak about us because it is essentially the experience. And so demographic, I would say it's a little bit. I mean, I would say our youngest client to date is around twenty eight. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, yeah. So, um, usually working people. I mean, who who earn a specific income, and then our oldest client is seventy one. Oh. So demographic, I would rather maybe focus on psychographic instead of demographic okay. because it is really difficult to pin that down. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, it is people who appreciate such things. 100%. And, and I 100%. like the whole word of mouth. Any chance you have designed for famous people, <laughs> come getting on. Getting there, getting there, getting there. Wow, it's been quite fascinating speaking with you. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I've been speaking with Adrian Furstenberg, handbag designer. Just a quick final question. Where do you see the business going? Oh, I mean, of course, I want to be the next big thing in fashion. Yeah. So, I mean, as being part of the Singapore Fashion Council, I met with Simon, who is the CEO, and we but we had a discussion like, where do you want to take this brand? Do you want to build something really, really big? Yeah. And, and in each and every store, on every Fifth Avenue, in every country? Or do you want to keep it, what it was based on, which is which is relationships and personalization. Yeah. So that's what we want to bu- keep on building this business on is relationships. So, but of course, it's a business. We have to scale that up. So mm. we've introduced a platform where people can customize their own pieces online. So it still okay. adds to that. So it's, it will always be like a more of a boutique, small right. type brand. Right. But of course, with this other business that we're building, like I mean, that's going to be quite a big thing as we will be supplying the big suppliers the, the big brands with our leathers so so the handbags will stay quite boutique the other one will be quite big you've got to shift with the consumer's mindset as well going to that more sustainable world as we yeah, were discussing sure, yeah. early on brilliant stuff Adrian Furstenberg handbag designer in the studio with me today thank you so much for your time thank you so much to listen to more great interviews download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.